<laughs> What's up, Unleash You fam? It's the Unleash You podcast here with the coach, Mike Favor, and as always, not really, Samar the Prince Carbo. What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? Listen, if anybody was wondering where they could find you, where could they find you? Oh, probably at, uh, at Samar Thinks, either on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, or Snapchat, or SamarThinks.com. Where could they find you? Ooh, you're probably looking at the Coach Mike Faber or Michael Faber. All right, you can go to michaelfaber.com or the Coach Mike Faber on pretty much everywhere you're looking, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, the Coach Mike F. Uh, where else? Snapchat. You name it. That's there an it important one. He Boom. says good morning. He says hello every weekday. Now. Have a great day. I do say have a great day because you're the you're the person that makes your day great or not. Mm-hmm. It, when you really accept the power in which you have, like that's an amazing thing. Like, mm-hmm. You have the power to shape your day. Like even when bad things are happening in the morning, you can change your focus and change your day. Now mm-hmm. most people don't like to say that because it's easy to be like, "Nah, this right. day screwed me from the beginning," and it's much harder to say, "I have, I'm the master of me, I'm the commander of my ship, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make sure that I go in the direction I want to go, no matter what happens in front of me, I'm going to go the way I want to go." That's much harder to say and do because then you're taking responsibility for your day. So yeah. I know if I have a bad day, it's on me. Now, that yeah. doesn't mean bad day, bad things do not happen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That just means that if I have a bad day, it's on me because I let it go that way. I did not fight it to the point where it doesn't, doesn't mean bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Point blank, period. That's the way life goes. But I get to dictate how my day goes. Like I get to dictate how my life goes. So even if bad things happen, that doesn't mean I have a bad day. It just means bad things happen, which is okay. That's gonna ha- that, that's life. It's yeah. like if you're living it, you're gonna have some of them. So you got to get past that point where it's like if this happens, it's a bad day. Like there's bad things that are gonna happen, mm-hmm. and we have to understand that. And how can we still make it a good day? Right. You need and to be able to move past that moment. Right, and that's all our thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like people talk to me. One of the pain, one of the most painful moments in my past has been my brother passing, my one of my best friends passing, my dad passing. That have been the hardest days of my life. All right? Forget losing cash. You know some of my business experiences, uh, restaurants, uh, the one restaurant and bar especially, and also uh, one real estate venture especially hurt me financially. Right. Right? But, I I mean, anybody that can make money can make money again. If you're a person, you can make money. That's... Like it, that comes down to like that's a law of science and like that's right. that's certain steps you know you're gonna make money certain steps you know you're not period. The more the those are lessons I like calling them. losses are things you can never get back and that's right. the relationships I had with those people I lost and I still say the most painful day I believe I hope I experience is the day that I lose my mother. That'll be the mm. most painful day of my existence. I hope. Right, if not, right. If, if something if make it that long, if something extremely else happened, uh, would make that would make it either the worst day, or if I didn't make mm. it that long, uh, one of those two would keep that from happening. And I always think when that happens, I'm going to take it all in, which is going to be extremely painful, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm going to go. I was blessed and lucky to have my mother for as long as I did. I was blessed to have the relationship, and I was lucky to have the relationship I did with my mother. And those are going to be the things that turn the tide for me yeah. per se those are going to be the things where rather than saying how bad it is that it happened I'm going to say how great I had it because this, this, this time now I'm going to have without her I got to have this much time with her and this is extremely hard to think mm-hmm. that way in the middle of loss yeah right it's, it's I would say it's verging on impossible right 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 There's a certain, because also, it it's sucks not healthy, it's not healthy to be like no this is good that's not healthy right Right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you go through the process of loss and mm-hmm. grief, which you're supposed to go through, and I recommend you go through, and right. myself and everybody else, mm-hmm. but it comes to that point where you stop saying loss. Oh, I got to feel this loss. I got to feel this loss. And you start saying the blessings of it because I made it longer than some, you know, yeah. with, uh, with my mom being around. And I had a relationship with her that not every son gets to have. Mm-hmm. And I got those things that not everybody gets to have. So rather than being poor me, I'm going to look to what I got lucky to have, even though I lost it before I want to. And listen, no matter when that day comes, it's going to be before the day I want it to be. Yeah. Right? Always It's never going to be like, now this is the day. (laughs) Right. Now I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Right? Like that's not going to happen. So it's, it's the understanding that 
It's that this is going to happen regardless. I'm not going to want it to. It's never going to be the right time. So it's going to be go through the grieving process. And then rather than keep struggling with it, it's going to be like, I was blessed. I had this relationship. I had these moments. I had this time. And that's what I'm going to focus on. And I know that I'm blessed because I had them. And then I could be like, rather than saying, why don't I still have this? I'm going to say, how can I impact other people's lives the way mine was impacted because of this great gift I got? And I'm lucky to have the relationship. And I remember I was on a show like last year and it was, what is your greatest strength? And my greatest strength is to turn my losses. Rather than look at the loss, I look at the gain. And not the gain of losing that person, the gain I had of having that person. Right? What I became better because I had them. Right? The yeah. lessons they left me. Right? Mm-hmm. How they how they pushed me. How they how I grew because of them. Right? And I go, thank you for giving me that opportunity. Yeah. Like it's painful because anytime you lose anyone that matters to you, it's painful. Right? It's never gonna yeah. be like, no. woo! Yeah. Right? Like I haven't met that moment. Like this person meant a lot to me, but thank you. Right? Like that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's not a thing. Right? But now that I got off on mm, all kinds of yeah, tantrums to no, start, normally it ends on a tantrum. Honestly, for, for me, uh, and just to piggyback off of that, uh, the uh, <laughs> sorry, inside joke. Um, I want to uh, oh, actually say that you're, uh, you and your mom have actually taught me that. Mm, that uh, okay. you can't turn into a monster because something bad happened to you. Mm-hmm. For a day or for a month or for a year for the rest of your life, you can't turn into a monster because of that. You can turn... You, when you have the ability to turn something negative into something very positive, mm-hmm. you have, to me now, the responsibility to turn mm-hmm. it into something positive. Because a lot of people don't have that choice. They don't see it as a choice. Mm-hmm. So if you take that, if you take the, the lighter path, you, you offer other people the same opportunity. You, mm-hmm. As um, I think it's Julianne Williamson. Uh, once said, uh, as you let your own light shine, you unconsciously give others the opportunity to do the same. Mm-hmm. It's insanely powerful in mm-hmm. this world to provide people mm-hmm. with hope that mm-hmm. maybe when I go through this same thing, I'll be able to rise above as well. Right. right. And and that to me is so important that I can provide uh, value to somebody in the way of hope. Right. I, I think about that, what Tony Robbins said, actually, mm-hmm. and I think Jim Rowan said it before him. Uh, is that um, pain is guaranteed. We're all going to experience mm-hmm. pain. Yeah. But struggle is optional. Yes. Because struggling is re- refusing to reshape your reality of what was shattered by the pain. Because mm-hmm. pain is your reality shattering. And then struggle is refusing to build another reality from what shattered. And the shattering of your of that loss is real. That's pain that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's in the next thing. How are you going to go with, through that struggle? And I think through the different losses, I've I've become where it's like, all right, listen, I can sit here and sulk and cry and moan and complain and bitch and say life's not fair. Yeah. Or I could say, listen, I was blessed to have that kind of friendship. I was blessed to have that kind of relationship with my mom. I was blessed to know who my father was and, and, and be raised to a, a, a higher teenager with him. All right? I was blessed to have a brother and experience that type of relationship. I was blessed for all these things, even though all these things came with loss. Mm-hmm. But I was blessed to have them because what would it be like without them? And that's why I'm like, Oof. like, what if I never had it? It's like, oh, Jesus, like, I'd rather take short mm-hmm. than not at all. Right. Mm. And that's, that's big. So yeah. it, it's I think of it as that nature, as in uh, it's I, I choose not to struggle with it. I choose to count it as the blessing in which it was rather than the loss in which it was. And you can look at it either way and no way is wrong yeah. or right. But to be able to. You get to the next chapter to be able to leave the impact I want and be able to live the life with them saying, that's my boy, like that's the dude, like that's my homie, like that's my boy, like that's my brother, whatever it is, whatever term they used with me. Uh, I believe that's the best way for me to be able to live my life and also the life they want me to live. And that's mm-hmm. the key. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, that's that's yeah. not easy. Like, listen, I, I mean, 2011, I, there was a debate if I would be here and not even to this point, but just here in general or not here in general like that was it was uh, like I think people close to me would have said you know toss a coin and Mm. we'll figure out by that how the ending goes and that's how suspect it was it was a 50-50 shot but that was that was me and that was that was where I was because of 
uh, one of my besties uh, committed suicide. So that kind of drove me to the point where I was just like, what kind of life do I want to live? Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, a post I made today on the Coach Mike Favor page on Facebook was all about um, the people that are going through something that come out of it. Yeah. And it's, uh, and then when you really find you, I ma- then I made this post on my own page was when you really find you, you're going to lose people. But finding you is the win. Like no matter who you lose in the mm-hmm. process, finding you is the win because you found your real identity, yeah. found who you are truly. So whatever's lost in the way as painful as it might be, it's worth it because it is worth you finding you, mm-hmm. right? And they kind of went together because one ran me into the other. Like the one loss and going through it led me into finding myself, which then was like, listen, forget about all the BS, forget about possessions, right? Forget about titles, right? Forget about numbers and bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Forget about all that. Live your life. Like go do what you want to do, What what makes your heart leap and where you find the deepest connection mm-hmm. and go do that and do it as often as you can and to the to the max in which you can and whatever however that ends is going to be worth it because you're going to be true to you you're not just yeah. going to be you're not going to say it. you're not going to be that you know that good album or the book cover which yeah. sells a lot of copies but has nothing inside of it you're going to be that real hardcore in your face kind of person that mm-hmm. some people are not going to like and it's okay. And some people are going to yeah. talk a bunch of shit about, and that's okay. So if you're one of those people where people are talking shit about you right now, it's okay. Sometimes to be you, to be the real you, you got to go through that to get to you. And the people there and the people that come around, they're going to feed off your vibe, off your energy and off who you are to be them. And that's going to be well worth the mm-hmm. pain to get there. Yeah. I, uh, I'm reminded of a quote by E.T., uh, the hip hop preacher. For those who don't know, look him up. He's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is. He, he says, um, "Oh boy, uh, oh let boy. it destroy. <laughs> let it destroy you." He doesn't mm-hmm. say, "Oh boy," but he says, "Let <laughs> it destroy you." When your your passion, your dream is going to destroy you, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's going mm-hmm. to destroy the the perception of yourself that you have, the limitations that you put on yourself. And, and he gives the example of himself. I'll use me now. The person that I was years ago would never be on a podcast. I would never be speaking to more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. If you put me in a group, I'm not going to say anything regardless of how those people think of me. Because I have no interest in that. I had nothing for it. Mm-hmm. But I've grown into a different person. It destroyed who I want to be, who I've chosen to be, more importantly, destroyed mm. who I was. Okay. My that dream destroyed the young me mm. who had no right. interest in all of this. And all right. of this makes you mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, right. he didn't want to be a coach, but I want with everything in me mm. to be a coach, to be a speaker, to change people's lives. Nice. The, you know, it makes me think about something, and I kind of changed it. John Maxwell said, and a, bunch of, a couple other people said about you don't achieve goals like you just grow as an individual, and I I disagree. Mm. Um, you do achieve goals, but how you achieve goals is by growing to the goal. Yeah. You don't achieve it by just going after it because if you're not capable of doing it, you still won't be capable of doing it. Right. You grow as a person. You learn the skills. You learn the traits necessary to be able to accomplish it, and you grow to that being that can slay the dragon. Right, that can beat yeah. Goliath, that can do all these things. You grow to that person. I wasn't this person last year, right? Like, I've grown, hopefully, uh, I've grown to be that person. So, it's you grow, you grow goals, you don't mm-hmm. achieve goals, you grow goals. So, it's I have these goals up this list that goes to this mountaintop I have of my ultimate success, and, and then as I get closer to that, I find another one, but that's another time for another day, right? Mm-hmm. But as I'm doing that. It's not that I've achieved this, it's that I've grown to this, right? Like yeah. I've grown to being able to speak on this podcast about uh, maximizing the greatness within and knowing that each of us is not your potential, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's the most overused term in life. We all, uh, hey, they have unlimited potential. Everybody has unlimited yeah. potential. Thank you, right? It's that we all have this greatness within us, mm-hmm. right? Waiting to be tapped by us. 
Right? right. No one else can tap the greatness within you. Like no matter how many That's times right. I sit in front of a microphone and I tell you all these things, like you're a monster, you're ready for this, like you're a beast, your impact's gonna be on uh, like unprecedented. No one yeah. can do what you're gonna do to this society. It does not matter because only you control being able to tap into that greatness mm-hmm. and then letting it out because everybody has their own art. Right? I, like I always say, I appreciate yeah. it. even if I don't like necessarily or I don't like I don't seek your art. Everybody has their own art. And I respect and appreciate everybody's art, right? And we all have our part that we're painting in this masterpiece called life right now. So we're all painting our masterpiece part of it. And when you put it all together, it's going to be the most unbelievable masterpiece ever put together. It's going to make the Sistine Chapel look like shit. Right. right? And that's a beautiful As it should. Right. Because it's all of us putting our art together. But the only way that happens is all of us tapping into that greatness within us. Because it's not a special DNA that makes you amazing. It's you, yourself. You're, you're right. one and only. Someone asked me a question today in business uh, sense because you know, sometimes I talk to people about business too. And the guy said, there's a lot of people out there selling what I'm selling and doing what I'm doing and I don't know how I'm going to be able to compete. And I said, there's probably a lot. You're right. You're probably not the first. And there's probably a lot of people more known than you are doing exactly what you're doing. But they're not you. They don't have your heart, they don't have your intuition, and they don't have your love for it. And that's what's going to separate you. And that doesn't make you better or worse, but it makes you unique. It makes you different. And that is going to make you float. Like that will make you succeed because you're following you. So your perspective is different than everybody else's perspective. It doesn't make it wrong or right. I'm not really into that. That's a lot of judgment shit. Right. And if you agree with me, I'm going to say right. And if you don't agree with me, I'm going to say wrong. <laughs> right? Like it's, it's that silly stuff. But real stuff is saying like if you're willing to put you out there and like Brene Brown says, be vulnerable mm-hmm. in that moment and say what you feel, right? What your heart's telling you to say, what your intuition's telling you, right? What your gut, all these different terminology you want to use. If you're putting that out there, that's only you. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has that. Nobody. So that's exactly it's, right. right. So if you're if you want to say what's gonna separate you from the masses that do what you do. It's this because mm-hmm. this is yours, right? Like in here, that's you, right? You talk here, you're going to talk about things you heard, yeah. right? You're probably going to quote other people or say things close to what they said because that's here. But if you use this, this area, you're being you and no one else can offer that perspective but yourself. People can guess, people like, well, Mike would probably say, eh, bullshit. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You're going to say what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're being real, right? You're going to say what you feel and hear, and that's what's going to separate you from the rest. And that'll either be your gift, all right? Yeah. Eh, or not so much. <laughs> but <laughs> if you do something this. something felt like saying. Right, but if you do this, it's no, it's, you're not losing. You're not wrong. You're mm-hmm. speaking from your perspective. You're speaking from your heart. And now that might not be what that person's going to do, mm-hmm. right? Because right. they have to do their story. But at least you spoke from your heart. You spoke from truth and you spoke from love. Mm-hmm. And even if that goes astray, you spoke from a good place. Yeah. So you weren't like here trying to mislead. You weren't here trying to lead like others would lead. Mm-hmm. You're here speaking how you would lead from your life, from your experiences, from your perspective. And that's yeah. that's the win. If everybody does that, we all get to our own. Right. And that's the point of all this. Because I'm not supposed to get to your destination. And you're not supposed to get to mine. You're supposed to get to yours and I'm supposed to get to mine. And we're supposed to help each other do that right. as much as possible. And I think so much of it, I I said something on Facebook. I hope I can remember it correctly. Uh, today, on the, uh, I almost said your page. Uh, <laughs> on Smart Karma Coach page. Uh, it's just add some more things on Facebook. Um, your story may not be published, but that doesn't mean you're not writing it. Mm-hmm. You are like it or not, we're all doing it. Exactly, you mm-hmm. you're writing your story. Damn right. So no matter how you respond to something, mm-hmm. you're writing your specific story, and it has nothing to do with anyone else's story unless you put them in it. That right. is all you. Hundred percent. Your actions, your leanings, your mm-hmm. mindset, it all goes into your plot. Your mm-hmm. conclusions, mm-hmm. no one else's. So you have to you have to enter life with that sort of mindset, mm-hmm. and and not expect anybody else's story to to make yours worthwhile. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So now, now that we talked <clears throat> a long way around, 
Talk 20 minutes about something that wasn't even the topic. This podcast is going to be amazing. Here we are. (laughs) So what's the question for today's podcast? Mm, The question for today's podcast, what is the doom of a relationship? Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. You're talking to the wrong person. (laughs) I don't know the opposite of the doom. No, so what is the doom, in your opinion, what is the doom Mm. of relationships? For me, uh, there's the, so many answers here it, that there's could not a lot. be argued. Yes. Like, there's so many that you can say is correct. That could be the doom of a relationship. So, what yeah. is your opinion? This is gonna be tough for me because I like to always argue your point of view. Uh, <laughs> what is the doom of relationships? Your opinion? So, um, I would say that the start of it because I believe it's so important in relationships. I'm going to say the doom of relationships is lack of communication mm, i knew you were gonna go there yes i almost uh, called it before you even said it <laughs> i knew you were gonna go there lack of communication you don't mm-hmm. talk you don't and that goes for any relationship and that's not just romantic that's not just friends that's mm-hmm. every relationship mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no communication or right. not enough communication right for one people will decide they know what you think mm-hmm. People will will start making up stories. Why? Because you didn't feed the narrative. Mm-hmm. You didn't create any story for them. So they're going to create one on their own. We're mm-hmm. very creative beings. We're very intelligent. Our frontal lobe, uh, in comparison to other animals on the planet, can tell the future. Mm-hmm. So we just we need to communicate wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. and we won't have as many right. <laughs> issues. Communication. Uh, I would right. say communication. Right up front is the uh, the beginning of uh, the doom of a relationship. Right. I think if we were to go past that, we could say that perhaps mm-hmm. trust, lack Ooh, of trust. All right, that's a big one. Go ahead. Uh, is a, an issue for any kind of communicate for any kind of relationship Mm -hmm. because if we don't have trust and it doesn't matter how much you communicate if you don't have trust Mm -hmm. Uh, if you communicate you can talk till the cows come home as it were i don't know how long it takes for cows to come home Mm -hmm. but you can talk until the cows come home uh and if you don't have the trust it doesn't matter right because they're not going to believe what it is you say Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, going past that, I think anything can be fixed. But if you don't have trust and communication, mm-hmm. that 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 needs to be fixed before any other issues come into play. There will be no doom if you have communication and trust. Mm. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I'm gonna say how I believe you're two steps before the doom Mm, okay what you're talking about is results of the doom in my opinion okay lack of communication Mm. happens after the doom's already happened that's a byproduct of it okay right trust it's already broken it's just you start seeing it you start feeling it it's already done you just start getting the after effect the ripple effect of it per se that's that's my opinion of this Mm -hmm. right it's I go back to Jocko Willings Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't destroyed destroyed in a day. It took time, right? You stop paying attention to certain things or you stop having the same belief or respect for certain actions and then it slowly and slowly resulted in demise. Now, Mm -hmm. me, I'm going to say, I know you're going to make fun of me. I'm ready. Fire away. But I'm going to say that the doom of relationships is the broken connection. Mm. Lay it on me. I need more than just a broken connection. No, listen. I'm gonna no longer I'm gonna break it down to you. I'm gonna break it down to you in every single way. No longer right. just romantic relationships. What a lot of people probably are thinking about when we're talking about relationships. I'm gonna talk about friendships. All right, mm-hmm. coworker relationships, relationships with you and other businesses or companies. I'm gonna break it down in every aspect you can. Right, okay. and I'm gonna break it down from my own personal experience. Not okay. just metaphors and catchy wordplay, right? Which mm-hmm. I'm good at. You are. But I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down in every relationship way that I've experienced it. And I really started diving into those to understand them better. Because to know how to succeed, you have to know what failure is. Right. Right? So, and, and what, su- what succeeding is, is different to every one of us. So, I'm not going right. to say, like, my definition of succeeding is succeeding for all of us. You might have a different one, which is fine. Everybody has their own. I'm going to speak only from my half because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. 
right? right? I'm going to start with I'm going to start with business, right? Okay. I have made deals with businesses. I have bought and I bought and mm. bought, but <laughs> I was going to let it go. I bought and <laughs> I, I done bought, bought <laughs> copy machines. Yeah. That were more money than other copy machines. Mm-hmm. The right. same kind of copy machine right. can do the same exact thing. Right? Same capabilities. I have bought copy machines because I believe the connection in which the person I was buying it with was on the same level as mine. Mm-hmm. So under that under that belief, I thought if I buy that copy machine, it's because I had the best connection with this person that represents this company that I could have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have I have had websites made, multiple websites, made by a company that I believed I had the best connection with that company that made those websites. Hundreds of companies make websites. Right. If not more. Right? They can make a website. They can make it fast. They can make it beautiful. They can make it all the bells and whistles that everybody else can make it with. All these companies are the same. Why do you pick that company? Because the connection I have with them that I believe I had with them. Right? Now, when you believe you have that connection, you're like, this is the only company I can go with because I have the... We're on the same page, man. Like mm-hmm. whatever they they believe what I believe. We're gonna say same excuses, whatever, whatever, right. whatever, whatever. But really, it comes down to how we describe the connection in which we feel with them. And yeah. it's hard to put into words, so we use other things. Man, he just really gets what we need. Yeah. Oh, this is the best company okay. for what we're looking for. All right. Like, there's different ways to use this terminology. But then what happens? That company, whichever one we're talking about, didn't. Fulfill what I believe the connection was. Right? Mm-hmm. Then what happens? That relationship is doomed. Because mm-hmm. now, yeah. rather than saying, oh man, we connect, I'm seeing how we don't. Man, they they didn't come, they came a week after that check status light came on and I hit the recall to store. Yeah. Right? After we called them, they yeah. didn't come. Right? Like, look at the money they charge us for what they do and they don't even come out here. Right? right? That's all. I saw the disconnect. And I started just focusing on that, exploiting that, right? Right. Then you think of, oh, man, look at this website. That's great. But, man, other websites look like this. You know, I want something on that website. It takes this long to get on this website. Yeah. Right? Oh, you know. Or I supported them. They're not supporting me. Right? Right. So now I started You went to them over other companies. Right. And and then then I'm not even, that's not even a fault. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not supporting me like I supported them, I feel like. But that makes me look for the faults. Yeah. Right? Oh, they can't do this. Or that. Oh, this isn't including this. I got to now buy this. Like right. they're swindling me out of more. Right. Right? So it's not even necessarily them. It's my focus change. They're the right. same exact company they were before I, I signed my contract with them. Mm-hmm. But because that connection is no longer there, in my opinion, now I see it. Before it I didn't see your it. mindset. Right. My, yeah. I, my focus points changed. Right? That's business-wise. Right? Let's now do friendship-wise. Okay. Right? Friendship-wise, you're willing to give and sacrifice for one another because you're friends. You're willing to go to events that they, you know, that they have that's important to them because that's a friendship thing. You're willing to help when they need help. You're willing to give when they need give. Right? You're willing to bend and break and suffer mm-hmm. and sacrifice for them to have because that's what friendship has. That's what friendship is and it's supposed to be in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you do this and all of a sudden, that person does something where you're like, wow, they really did that. Wow, I can't really believe they said that about me, or they feel that way about me, or they really che- tried to check me like that. Even and it's not the I'm, now. Believe right. me, I'm a big fan of checking one another as friends. Oh, You're I supposed know. To, but mm-hmm. there's a way you check. It's not checking. What do I gain from the check? It's check as in, I, I want you to check me to help me, not check me to help you. Right. You're not supposed to check. Oh, you should have said. You should have came seven times when I was in the hospital. You should have. You should have right. did this for me, or you should. If you were really down with me, you would have. Did, like, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't check me for you. Mm-hmm. Check me for me, right? Like that's real friendship. I'm checking you for you. I'm not checking you for me. I'm not right. checking you to who I want you to be. I'm checking you because who you say you want to be, right? Yeah. And that's two different things. And all of a sudden, that starts breaking, and you start again. You start shifting what you're paying yeah. attention to. That person is the same person. You're just noticing different things. Mm-hmm. Because that connection has now been severed. And when the connection severed, you start seeing the things that you would ignore because you had that connection. It's like the neighbor that gets arrested for the heinous crime. 
and you didn't. You, oh, yeah. he was he was such a good guy. Right. Everyone always says such he a great the, guy. He was the best neighbor I ever had. I don't get it. How could he ever do something like this? I he, never could see him do it. He has a basement full of heads. Why does he right. have a basement full? Why of didn't heads? I notice it? Because my connection with him wouldn't let me look at that angle. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that because I didn't want to see that because my connection was strong enough where I didn't want to view that. Yeah. I wouldn't view that because I wouldn't break this connection. But now that you broke it, I see it. Yeah. Right? That's friendship. Now let's go to, like you were talking about at the beginning, mm-hmm. I felt like romantic, a romantic relationship. relationship. Right? You get, you get infatuated by it. I always love this. People talk about interests. Right? Like think about dating websites. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your interests? What do you, let's mark the eHarmony 26 ways of matchmaking <laughs> yeah. and let's see what you have in common because that's who you work out with. But then yet you end up with someone that's completely different than you. Mm-hmm. Why? It's not because you had so much in common. You really did. Oh, we like helping people? Like everybody wants to help somebody. Everybody Everyone's like, does. F everyone. I'm not helping nobody. <laughs> I'm helping me. That's helping somebody. Anyway, you don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. What you feel like is it's... I had this connection, so now I'm going to find those things that make us connect because that makes me be able to explain it to other mm-hmm. people. Why do you guys, Why are you guys in a relationship? I can't be like, well, this connection we have is so deep. Yeah. Right? And be like, well, you know, we're both big on helping people. We're both big on the bigger cause. We both understand sacrifice, right? Yeah. We're both we're both willing to let each other grow to the best of them and go for their own goals, right? Like yeah. that's that's all BS. That's all words we're putting with reality. Reality right. is we connect, and we connect at we a connect. level, mm-hmm. at which I'm willing to go above and beyond even the things I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. per se, because yeah. our connection is strong enough for me not to be bothered by that. And when it's broken, you go to that Tony Robbins thing, right? Mm-hmm. The figure eight, pain, right? Sad, sad, mad, sad, 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 mad, sad. And you'll, your attitude will fluctuate. Mm-hmm. You'll be punching the cereal and then crying behind the wheel, yeah. right? It's because that it, it's you feel both of them, but you can't feel them at the same time. So they'll right. keep fluctuating back and forth. But the thing is, is that that connection was broken. So that's why the ends are normally hard. Right? They're normally painful and you normally don't end up cool with the person because that connection you thought you had was then severed and all of a sudden you start seeing things. Mm-hmm. Right? How they, you know, they really weren't there for this yeah. or they really didn't ask about this or they really weren't, we really didn't have that much in common. How many times do you see right. at the end of a relationship they're like, we really didn't have that much in common so there. it didn't really work. Couple days ago, you, yeah. everything was in common. You guys were like the the thing was you, yeah. right? Like we got everything in common. Yeah, we like now, the same color of sky. Who doesn't like peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> right? Like it's all. And then all of a sudden, it was like, well, no, they don't like the same jelly I like. They like strawberry with the <laughs> grains right. in it, and, and raspberries. Like. Clearly, the what, right? So it's like, and 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 then let's keep. Uh, and people normally will. And I've been on the connection kit tip now for what a week. Mm. Right? You've been there. That, that's been my fundamental stone. I figured out how to describe it. It's connection. And then people will, it will belittle and bash us because they're like, well, come on. That's stupid. That's like that that like BS. You talk mental bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. So I describe it in a way that's better under- to be able to be understood. And I do it in two ways. One, I'll talk about a pet. Mm-hmm. Right? People's connection to their pets, their animals. People will say, oh, they know what they're thinking. Or we, we just have this bond. Right? Like right. they get me. And really what they're saying is they have a connection with that animal that's deep because they feel like they feel them. Mm-hmm. It's right. a feeling. It's not, you can't describe it. It's not words. It's not communication. I can't tell you it. Right. And I can't tell my dog. My dog can't tell me, but we know we have it. They're happy to see me. They want to be around me. They miss me when I'm gone, even though I don't even see them. Right. Because I miss them when I'm gone. So they miss me when I'm yeah. gone. But it's that connection you have with them. Mm-hmm. point blank period with animals and that's why people hold pets so dear to them alright yeah. and then the second part I'll talk to is sports fans you walk into a bar you know no one you see a dude wearing a jersey of a team that you root for and automatic, yeah. automatically that's your dude in that bar you and him are cool you probably bring up some game that only real fans will know of <laughs> yeah. you'd be like Beltron like me as a Mets fan you'd be like Beltron watch strike three come on All right? Yeah. and they're like oh right 131 yeah. million dollars Right, and it's that connection you have to that team where that's the only thing coming. That guy could be a complete scumbag. Sure, right? he could beat kids and women that night. Right, like you don't. He could drive you wouldn't a man know. in love milk duds. Like mm. you have no idea about that dude at all. But yeah, 
right then you're connected and it's cool, mm-hmm. right? Right. So you're just like, yeah, brother, me and you, right? Mm-hmm. Against the world, right? And it's that connection. And we seek those connections and we get them. And when we get them, it's awesome. It's a great feeling, right? It's mm-hmm. like we talk about, oh, no, they're a real friend. No, they're my, they're like a brother from another, right? No, they're my real love. Like I love, and it's that connection. And as soon as that connection is broken, mm-hmm. no, that dude was a fraud, man. The dude yeah. was fake. Right, like he was never I, nothing. I laugh all the time because uh, my boy Sly has this friend, right? And uh, there was a there was a time I went and played poker, and I tipped at the end. Of, I won, and I tipped yep. at the end of the night. I tipped okay. the, the house for having me. Yeah, right. Which I, is what you do. Right. I just feel like you know, the house has you. Their lights are on. Yeah. They're watching it. Right, and it's it, it goes on, and you you pay respect for that. Right. Yep. Because I connected with having it because I had a lot of parties at one point in my life and a lot of people over my house I understand the clean up the your whole night is affected by it if you're yeah. enjoying it or not your right? whole like, night the your whole, whole night day. right your whole night is affected by it you're enjoying it or not it's still yeah. affected by it period point blank so tip the house oh man what a class act that dude's a real duty tip the house no one ever does that that was really cool right two weeks mm-hmm. later I do something that dude doesn't like eyes oh, is a scumbag POS there it is right in two weeks I went from coolest dude one of the coolest dudes to one of the biggest POS's why? Because I did something that disconnected with what he believes. Right? What he believes I should have done, what he believes mm-hmm. I should have been, and it disconnected with it. Rather than being like he's his own entity, mm-hmm. all right? He's gonna do these things and I'm not gonna agree hundred percent. It wasn't like that. It was like, oh he whoa, 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 no, he's done. He's dead to me. He's yeah. dead. Right? And I'll I'll think it uh, like this too. Why certain times do you stay in relationships or have friendships with people even though they did something that you felt wrong did? Mm. There is no end to the amount of people that have done that. No, hundred percent. I agree. We've all experienced my it. My cup runneth over. Yeah, right. No <laughs> longer, no longer have we all known people that experienced it. We've all experienced it ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. let's not believe like we're not we're not part of this equation. Every oh, single sure, person yeah. is right. You've either stayed in a relationship too long, right, or stayed with friendships too long. Mm-hmm. And why you did that is because your connection to that person was deep enough that you did not want to sever it. Until it had to be severed. And have to be is a degree you make. Right? You determine that degree. There's no certain degree by itself. You determine that degree. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, it's like some people will be like, how you're still friends with that person? And you go, well, listen, they never did anything too bad to me. Yeah. And that's my, I'm still hanging on. Mm -hmm. Now. By by your fingernails at that point, you say that. (laughs) And listen. And some people hang on in relationships that way mm-hmm. to, to people that are addicted, to become addicted to things, people that are abusive, yeah. right? We've all been there. People that are just, you know, lousy people in that relationship. Yeah. They hang on as hard as they can because they know how hard it is to find those connections at that right. level, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do people root for teams that are awful? It's hard to find a connection at that level. Even at the yeah. basis of just being a sports fan, it's hard to find connections at that level. So what's the doom of relationship? It's severing that connection. Because hmm. as soon as that's severed, you're going to find the reasons you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about we don't have communication. For, you're going to yeah. talk about how we, we grew apart. It's fear-based. It's this, it's that, it's this. Because you're going to look for the logistics. Right. Your brain looks for an explanation to explain right. your limbic response. Right. The, the emotional thing that before is, that, I'm not connected anymore. Before that, it's the reality. Hmm. But then you have to justify your reality to yourself. And that is saying, listen, Hmm. it's because of this, 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 and this. That's why. And it'll sound right. It'll sound good. It'll be just. But really, the justification is not that. It's that whatever your connection was was severed because due to whatever actions. And that might never come up. But that's what I'm going to say is the demise of relationships is the connection. The disconnect from it. Just like the, okay. the success and yeah. building a relationship is because of the connection. Because absolutely everything, and, and even for talking about the uh, the buildup of relationship for a while, mm-hmm. the uh, in going into it as you're coming up, if we look at it as kind of like a graph or a roller coaster, as you're coming up, mm-hmm. you are working. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make these two people who most of the time aren't anything alike mm-hmm. into closer to one life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then sometimes you do it you, mm-hmm. you make that that one life that the two of you are living mm-hmm. and you get into a rhythm mm-hmm. and it all works really well mm-hmm. and then something happens that just hits you at a deep enough level mm-hmm. that 
it's just it's essential mm-hmm. to sever that connection. Right. And it has to be. It has to come right. to it's an essential like level. Preservation. Right. It's preservation. Yeah. yeah. And to say like I I I will not be able to be me mm-hmm. if I stay in this relationship. Right. And some people go past that point. Oh yeah. And they're like, I'm not me anymore. And then at the end they'll say, I lost myself in that relationship. Right. Right. But really what they're saying is that I wanted that connection. I hung on to that connection so long I started doing things uncharacteristic of myself mm-hmm. to stay in that relationship. And we've all done that, including myself. Yeah. We've all stayed in relationships after the point in which we should have because we wanted to hang on to that connection because it's hard to find those. Listen, even friendship-wise. Listen, like, I, I paid people's bills, man. Like, I let people live with me for nothing. I bought people vehicles, houses, mm-hmm. etc. that were my boys, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't even use friend. I use, like, boys, brothers, like, yeah. etc. Like, I, I, I felt like I was responsible for their life. Like, they were responsible for their life, which is unhealthy. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't right? do that. And then they <laughs> turn around and, and it's, I don't want to sound... Uh, one, I'm not saying this because self-pity and two, I'm not saying this because my own story. I'm saying this because I can relate to this feeling that many people can feel like they don't give a damn about your life. Mm. Like people yeah. will play the part. They'll send you a nice text like thinking about you on this important day. I'm like, well, if, it, if you knew it was that important, why are you here? bro? Right. Yeah. Where yeah. are you? Yeah. Where are you, brother? Like you're in another state, you're in another country. Like I yeah. get it. Like something really big happening. Like where you're yeah. just like, ah, you're just listen. down the street watching like, Netflix. Listen, I'm going to choose not to be. Yeah. And then it's like it. Well, I made that sacrifice for your life. And that that's the connector. The mm-hmm. connection saying, I'm willing to sacrifice for your life. And then that person doesn't sacrifice for yours. And that's the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Right? And like, that's that's right? a like, huge disconnect. Right. Like I was I like I mowed a lawn for a couple of years for nothing. All right. Because I knew the people I knew they were under it and I could help this way. And this was the way I could add value. It wasn't a big value, but it was value nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Right. And I did that because I'm like, I'm willing to do that for you. I'm willing to take yep. this time out of my life and not get paid for it even though this is a business in which I have, right? right, And do this. And then that person was like, ah, listen, well, I'm going to pretend like you don't know this exists for me. And it's just wow. like, all right, I'm never, I'm not going to do that now. That that connection has been severed and it's over because mm-hmm. of the actions in which I'm not arguing with your actions. Your actions was yours. Right. I'm not mad at you for them. I have to change the way our relationship was because you severed the connection I thought we had. Our connection is different now. Yeah. So now I have to be different. And you have to act accordingly. And it's not being different than myself. That's not it. Because people always say, well, I have to be me. I have to be me all the time. You're right. right. But me to everybody is different. Mm-hmm. Like me to almost every individual is different. I, you can't be the same with every individual because your relationship with every individual is different. Even your friends. Like you can say all these people right. are my friends. But they're different degrees of friends. Right, like my the way my friendship is with this person is different than it is with this person. Is this with this person? I'm still the same person, yeah. but my my depth of relationship with you is different, and it's based on the connection in which we have. Right, and this, I mean, it's even in memes where people say we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You have not accessed this level of friendship. Mm-hmm. Please insert two coins. Right, or something crazy like right. that. Right, I'm gonna give big props up to my boy Mike Hudson because mm-hmm. my boy Mike Hudson. Uh, has always been willing to be my backbone. Like he's always been willing to have my back in crazy situations for years and years, over 20 years of having mm-hmm. my back in crazy situations and rarely asking me to have his back, right? Rarely being in the position for me to have his back. So I'm going to give him big props because he's like what I hold my standard of, like I consider Hudson like my brother from another mm-hmm. mother, like that dude's family to me. Yeah. Uh, we're willing to sacrifice and, and, and do that for one another. But and that's like the pillar, like that's yeah. here, and everybody's trying to do that. And there's other guys that are really close that are knocking on the door. You're one of those dudes knocking on the door. Alex, one of those dudes knocking on the door, yeah. right? Slyeth, he's one of those dudes knocking on the door. Robbie Boy, he's one of those dudes knocking on the door, right? There's a bunch of dudes knocking on the door. If I didn't mention your name, uh, relax. You can ask me privately if you want. If you think that's one of you, whatever. But there's there's dudes that knock down the door that have set that tone of connection where it's like, all right, this could be uncomfortable for us. I could I could lose something doing this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to be here. I'm going to have your back. Yeah. I'm going to get this. And I try to show that to other people the way he showed it to me, right? Like he kind of guided me what real was. Yeah. And I kind of try to show that to other people and not everybody's going to reciprocate it. And when they right. do that, it's not, I used to get real mad at them, right? I used right. to get furious. Like this month, you're like, that's what you yeah. do when I do this to you, right? And it's like, all right, dude, they didn't do this to you. Mm-hmm. They showed you what they what they believe the connection is with you, and you can get mad about that, or you can just accept this is what it is as of now. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. could, and you, and then when that happens, you can say, "Do I want to make this stronger, or am I okay with this, or make it even weaker?" 
And what I decided recently was that I'm not willing to go above and beyond for people that aren't willing to go above and beyond. Yeah. That I'm going to go above and beyond for some. But like if you're able and you're just like, F you, dude. Like, I'm not willing to go then. I'll yeah. go for someone that would do that for someone else. Right. Right? Like, and I, that doesn't mean I necessarily know them. Right? That just means mm-hmm. I believe they're willing to do that for someone else. They're willing to go above and beyond for someone that I'm cool. I'm willing to go above and mm-hmm. beyond for you. But if you're not willing to go above and beyond for someone, anybody, I'm not willing to go above and beyond for you. You got to yeah. grow to that point. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about you, the beginning. You got to grow to be the person. That could be, be the person that can earn sacrifice. That. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice for him, and I know some guys that are all about building their life, their career, they'll even say, like, people will say lines, they'll give it away to you. Well, this is my family's livelihood. Yeah. Well, listen, here's the deal there's a million ways to make a livelihood. A million yeah. ways not to lose my soul to make a livelihood. Right. There's a million ways that I can live a life and not re- lose my soul. Right. Like, there's a million ways I can impact lives and not lose my soul. Right, like there's a million ways I could do all mm-hmm. these things and not disconnect with who I am as a person, so I wouldn't disconnect with who everybody else is to me in my life because I'm right. still me. And that's kind of where I think the ruiner of relation in every form of relationships. I talked about business, I talked about friends, I talked about romantic, I talked about every form there is. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's the biggest demise is to disconnect. And I, I look at it as with the whole connection thing, and we've talked about this a couple of times. Um, I don't know you bring it up today, but <laughs> but the uh, just the idea of how connection can improve an entire life. Um, I actually really learned through the Unleash You fam because a lot of a lot of times you come you come across people and you think, okay, these people are an isolated incident. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen. Like these these aren't these aren't. Mm, People that happen a lot. Like, these aren't dodos. These are unicorns. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know why I chose dodos. This is the common bird. They're extinct. And then unicorns. Really <laughs> Never uh, unicorns aren't real. Right. Uh, but at any rate, these aren't common people. These are weird people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and at some point, you have to, to look at something that's staring you right in the face and say, either I'm going to be the... We'll, we'll, we'll keep in the, in the one weird part. I'm going <laughs> to be the unicorn with them. Or I need to go back and be far more common and not be a part of this at all. Because they, they deserve far better mm-hmm. than uh, a, a half-hearted connection. Mm. And, that, and that, I think, is the magic of this connection. Uh, that it forces people into a further expression of themselves Mm -hmm. i think they have they see what they're capable of Mm -hmm. in a relationship when the other person is really connected with Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and i I think that calls people to a higher version of humanity when they're able to really connect with somebody and say hey this is who i am and stand up in who they are instead of trying to change that or trying to explain themselves away Mm-hmm. Uh, so that they're just absorbed into a larger entity, right? Um, and it, it's it's to me a life changing idea, right? See, I think you hit something on the head right there, and you didn't mm. even know it. No, I probably and, didn't. And it's a lot of people use this phrase, and it drives me crazy because I don't think it's one hundred percent accurate the way they use it. And they say you have to love yourself fully to be loved, mm. and I think that's incorrect because I know people that have been loved that didn't love themselves fully. Here's mm-hmm. the deal: to be loved to the max in which you can, you have to love yourself. I think mm-hmm. that's the better way of phrasing it. Because yeah. you can be loved without loving yourself. I've seen it. Agreed. Right? Like yeah. I, I've, I've seen it in my own. I felt I've it. Seen I've seen it. I've done it. it. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's not you have to love yourself in order to be loved. I don't agree with that. To be able to be loved the max in which you can, you have to love yourself. I agree with that. Because the more you love yourself, like you just said, the more you're willing mm-hmm. to be the unicorn, the more you're willing to do, the more you're willing to open, the more you're willing to be vulnerable, the more you're willing to take chances, the more you're willing to communicate awkward, yeah. uncomfortable situations, right. right? Because anybody that's been in real deep relationships knows that sometimes the conversations are going to be real awkward, mm-hmm. real vulnerable, uh, like real open. And it's a space where you know you can be crushed being in. And yeah. it takes a lot of freaking courage to get to that. Point, yeah. Right. And that's deep relationships. Right. So it's. It's and a lot of if you like that, a lot of Brene Brown kind of goes with that. So definitely check her out, right? So it's we know those things are going to come, but that's coming with having more self confidence, having more mm-hmm. self worth, having more self 
uh, explanation and exploration, right? So you're really diving deep into yeah. who you are and how you go about what you do and why you go about the way you do it. And all those things will help you uh, be able to open up more in these relationships, in these certain actions, and the way they go and the way your life goes and the way each connection goes. But the more you do that, the more you're able to connect with others. You know what? I think this is a beautiful thing. But we're pushing the way you said power. beautiful makes me feel like that's beautiful. Beautiful thing. <laughs> you all can't see this, but we're it's all of a sudden you became a black Italian. Like, they exist. The whole... People think I'm lying. <laughs> like black Irish, except actually black. Well, I mean, like Italy was like raped and pillaged by everybody. Ah, I didn't know that. What? I know a little bit. Only, a, only I only know a little bit. I don't believe. Uh, I'm not a strong student of history. I just enjoy it. Uh, but we are pushing an so hour. you say on <laughs> demise of relationships, communication. Uh, communication and, and trust. And to, communication to, and trust, to, to and be to honest, disconnect. and most of the time I don't admit this, but uh, I would say that you are correct, correcter than uh, myself in this because uh, of and the reasons you, you see it coming. You, uh, I didn't see it coming, and even though we've been talking about right, this. Right, I nonstop talk about connections, so you should have saw that yes. was going to be my answer. In the should day. have, and I didn't see it. <laughs> Fast. It was that left hook. Lightning. It was just quick jab. Uh, I, uh, I, I have to say that you're correcter than myself, and to make up a word there, uh, because <laughs> there is no lack of communication there is no lack of trust mm -hmm. without a lack of connection right if you have the connection you can work everything else out damn right 100 if you have the connection you're willing to work everything yeah. else out you lose that connection you're not right so you heard it here here first folks yep so he says uh trust and communication i said uh disconnect the reason why uh, relationships are doomed, all kinds of relationships. Samar, where can they find you, buddy? They can find me at Samar Thanks on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat, sometimes Twitter. Uh, I'm here to help. Uh, Mike Faber? Michael Faber, where can right? they find you? The coach, Mike Faber. <laughs> all right, michaelfaber.com. Listen, Unleash You Fam. Crazy great news, in my opinion. Mm. The Unleash You hats are, are coming out in May. What snap back to reality? The Unleash You hats are coming about out in May. That's freaking awesome. Get excited and you'll be able to find out where to get them mm -hmm. right here. Right? But thank you guys so much for tuning into the Unleash You podcast. As always, Samar Carbo, the, the coach Michael Faber. I just called myself that even though I try not to. All right. Uh, till next time, my friends. Peace, love, and happiness. Peace. Peace.